Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. And I'm back with another episode. This one is a little lighthearted, a little more playful. You know, I wanted to take away the controversy just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, and bring some some humor and some much needed discussion to Marvel versus DC. I hope you guys enjoy this version of my podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed this most more lighthearted version. And I want to welcome my man, Dimitri. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? Uh, living American broke dream, the usual. Um, <laughs> all right. So, you know, we had this conversation before, and like I said, it's going to be a lighthearted one. So I wanted to talk about DC versus Marvel because we, you know, the release of all different films, Justice League, uh, you know, the new Thor coming out, Spider-Man. Uh, there's always been a heated debate between Marvel and DC. Um, but first, I want to talk about diversity in superhero films, because we talked about this before, where there has been a lack of minority leads or, you know, real supporting characters. You know, when you watch a lot of these superhero movies, most of the time, the lead actor or the lead stars are white guys. And it's not against them. But, you know, when you think about Don Cheadle, Terrence Howard, uh, Anthony McKee, you know, up until, you know, he did the Winter Soldier for Disney Plus, they were all supporting characters or minor characters. There was always the sidekick to, to the white superhero. And I'm not trying to make this a race thing, but it's just something that we, we pay attention to. Do you think there's a lack of diversity in superhero films? Yeah, I mean, you know, the majority of the main superheroes that, you know, people know of today, um, you know, Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, you know, Green Lantern, um, Wonder Woman, you know what I'm saying? The Flash, like these are all white people, you know what I'm saying? And then even if there was, you know, a, a black super, a black character in it, he was always the best friend of the main, you know, the main guy, you know, who was obviously like a blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, white guy, shit like that. So um, today, I mean, I, I think now we're starting to see a lot more diversity in, you know, the superhero genre. And it's, it's a lot more common and accepted to have, you know, um, uh, a black main, you know, superhero character that's pretty much, lead, you know, leading the franchise and everything. So I think now diversity isn't really a problem. I think now per se, because they got a black Superman, you know, coming who is not the other iterations of Superman, but a uh, black Cal L a black Clark Kent. I think at that point, it's like, they don't really need to kind of force a black character where he's not really supposed to be. So I think where there's supposed to be a black character, that's great. And when there's not supposed to be one, then not, because I'm not, just going to like a superhero just because he's black. I'm going to like a superhero because of the content of that superhero. Right. And now that was going to lead to my next question. Cause you know, when we think about black characters, blade, definitely underrated, definitely a, a classic childhood classic. Um, they got the new static shot coming out. Uh, Luke cage. Uh, they've been, there's been some good uh, black centric character uh, movies and TV shows. But the whole black Superman thing, a lot of people are pushing back on it because, first of all, Superman, you know, we all know Superman at this point. And for me, it's not even so much that even if Michael B. Jordan becomes Superman, I have no problem with him. 
But I'm just so in tune with Henry Cavill's version of Superman that for them to to do that to him like that, I don't know. But like I understand they're trying to do diversity, but do we really need a black Superman at this point? Because we already got Black Panther. Um, I I would think they would just make a new take a, a a black superhero character ready and just make a standalone film for that, opposed to just taking a already built on character as Superman and just making him a black version. Um, what do you think? Do you think maybe they're going too far with that? Or do you think that's necessary? What? Them making Superman black. No, I, I just think that that's not what people are used to. I think they, um, I don't, I'm not that big a fan of Superman. He's not one of my favorite superheroes at all, but I don't think they made that many um, Superman solo movies. The disrespect. They, Cause I think they did Man of Steel with him, and was that it? He did Man of Steel. He did uh, Justice League. No, nah, I'm talking about a solo movie, a solo Superman movie. So Man of Steel was all he got. Oh, you're talking about Henry Cavill? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they they still have a lot more to do with him. I think if you're gonna do a Black Superman, do that specific iteration of the Black Superman that was created before. You know, I think his name was um, Cal El Zod or something like that. That's 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 kind of what I, I like. I, said, I don't know too much about Superman, but I do know that um, how his name is Cal El. I think it's like Val El Zod or something like that. And he's actually the black Superman or a black version. Oh. Kind of like how there's there's multiple versions of Green Lantern. So you got the white Green Lantern and you got the black one that most people know. Like John Stewart. That's what they need to do. So don't just scrap Henry Cavill and you can go you know, the extra step and just create a brand new one. And then maybe they can intersect. So there's more options with that. But nine times out of 10, DC screws everything up. So like, <laughs> you know, like you do everything else. Speaking of screwing up. So we was talking about that. And this is going to go into the, the much needed debate, DC versus Marvel. So we talked about this at length before. Marvel does an amazing job casting and having their films flow together. You know what I'm saying? Iron Man connects with... Captain America in some way, Captain America connects with Thor in some way, and they all intermingle to, with each other. Mm-hmm. DC, for some reason, like, their movies are just, like, all standalones, nothing correlates with one another. It's like, you know, everything is scattered, and I, for me personally, it's like this. It's like, first of all, you already got Ben Affleck as Batman, right? Now they got another Batman movie coming out with, um, with, uh, Robert Pattinson. I, I, Right, Edward Cullen. It's like, what are we doing here? Why, like, you have so many different versions of a character, it's hard for people to follow. It's not like there was two versions of Batman and Superman. It's like, if they're going to do that, do that. But they have to find a way to to balance it. And Zack Snyder has been doing interviews, and they and he was saying that uh, DC just kind of just blacklisted him. Like, they don't want nothing to do with him no more. Oh. Um, Zack Snyder. They, like... They just want to move on from his vision. And I think his Justice League was by far the best movie they made, even despite the four-hour-long period. But Mm -hmm. Cyborg, Cyborg and the Flash went from sub you know, you know, those the the minor characters for comedy giggles to actual leading characters. And that was my problem with the first Justice League was first of all, the Flash definitely is top two, one of the most powerful people in dc he mm-hmm. shouldn't be a comedy joke you know what i'm saying like 
And then Cyborg was treated like an afterthought. And then when Zack Snyder's cut came out, <laughs> my man was the super. He was like the Superman in the film. He did everything. Like he he was the same grace of the film. So I think DC needs to focus on building their characters and making the films interact like Marvel does. Because Marvel does it way better than DC. Mm-hmm. So what? So what do you think? So let's break this down. What do you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Do you think they are by far the best in terms of superhero movies than DC? You know why Marvel looks so good? Is because DC is so trash. Marvel and I might not even be that good, but when you make the comparison, you know, between the two, just DC gets it wrong. In fact, I watched Wonder Woman 1984 for the first time a few days ago, and I watched it like twice. You know how you kind of just have a movie on in the background. And you kind of just look at the TV, you look back, you look at your phone, look back at the TV. And that movie was hot garbage. The movie was just trash. Like I like the fight scenes, they just look like 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 Wonder Woman looks like she's being held up by like a harness. And that's how she flies around and does her thing. Like it just looks mad low budget and it looks garbage. The story plot was trash. The best thing about Wonder Woman 1984, in my opinion, was not the villain himself but the concept of the villain, because I don't even remember his name, but I like the whole Dreamstone thing that um, they had going um, with it. So that's what I'm saying. Marvel is great because Marvel movies, they don't take themselves so seriously. DC, it's like they try to be playful. They try to be humorous. They try to have like comedic relief. And the comedic relief is too damn serious to be considered comedic relief. Like a lot of times, like they'll have a laugh moment and I didn't even know that I'm supposed to laugh because it wasn't fucking funny. Right. Right. Oh, and it, it's really just the fact that when you when you pound for pound, movie for movie, Marvel just did a great job because they, they've been able to maintain, you know, just a slew of successful films since 2008. And if we're talking about specifically the MCU and they've been, so 2008, so it's been more than 10 years. So it's been about 13 years, I think, um, that the that the MCU existed, whereas DC, it's like it's like a it's like a car that's just start stop. Like they just keep making too many stops. Like they don't just go. It's like MCU or Marvel took it. They ran with it like a train, you know, whereas DC is like a bus that's constantly making bus stops, right? Picking up different actors along the way, but you never actually get to that destination because you keep making stops. So I think that's the difference between the two. Oh, most definitely. And like um, people always say um, the, um, what's his name? Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Heath Ledger and um, Christian Bale. Bale. Those Batman movies, are by far the best DC movies that they made, by far. And it's only because the acting was phenomenal and everybody felt real. And like, we talked about this before, but Justice League, my issue is, there was like no chemistry with the acting, with the actors. Like Everybody felt like they were just there to do the scene and leave. and never felt like a team. Yeah. And I understand like they, they were a new team, but it never felt like, Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman and the Flash and Aquaman were on the same page. It never you know seemed like because it's actors league. Oh, most the actors league. It's it the league of actors. <laughs> it's like I break it down like this: when you watch the Avengers or any of Marvel movies, you have the main characters. You have the Captain America. You have Hulk. You have um, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Black Widow. You have even um, uh, what's his name? Green Arrow. It's not Green Arrow. Um, Hawkeye. 
Hawkeye. Even Hawkeye gets better treatment than than the Flash and Justice League. He's actually they, respectable. Hawkeye is respectable because they give each each character like their time to shine. It's like because yeah, we know we know that Captain America and Iron Man are you know the the focal points, but at the same time they are still the sum of their moving parts. So they don't neglect you know the other people just to boost up Iron Man and Captain America because if you notice. You know, Civil War had a lot of superheroes in it, but everybody had their time to shine. Like, everybody served the story. You know, I tried to watch the, the Snyderverse cut. Like, I tried to. I've had that on my TV plenty of times. But it's like, how did... Well, as a matter of fact, no, I'm not going to say how did Flash serve the story because he's the one who kind of saves the day. But you get my point, though. The reason why Flash is a joke and Cyborg is a joke because they tried to, to make these guys the sidekicks, not realizing that these are their own superheroes in their own right. Right. You know what I mean, like you put you put Black Panther in Civil War, he gets respect as his own superhero in his own right. He doesn't take a backseat to Iron Man or or um Iron, uh, or Captain America. You know what I mean? Like he's his own he's his own thing. The only person who to me in the MCU is perceived as a joke is Spider Man, but that's a whole different note. Oh yeah, um, we yeah that that that's a podcast for another day. But you you make a good point, and that's the exact issue I have because I'm a DC guy and. Their animated movies are way better than their movies, uh, their action movies. And I say, even in the MCU, you know that Captain America and Iron Man is basically the leaders. You already know that. But Mm -hmm. you know Thor can take the fight. You know the Hulk can do some damage. You know Black Widow is going to show up and and kick some ass. You know Black Panther is there to cause some, some damage. Everybody's treated with some respect, right? Even if you know that the movie's based on Iron Man, everybody has a moment to shine. Watching Justice League, it seemed like everybody was just Superman, 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 Superman. And it's like, come on, like y'all have the flash on your team. Like this dude can't get hit unless he wants to. Like this dude literally is one of the most powerful DC characters. And yeah, he made too- him look like he was nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That they- fight scene when it was in versus Justice League, he literally made Flash look like not the flash he made him look like this just super slow guy because you remember the part where he's running and then he's holding he's beating up practically all the justice league and then flash is going by him and then he just looks at flash throws them and then like pretty much hits the flash but then he just he just trips he just makes him look like an absolute joke like he just looks <laughs> whack like the whole justice league dc universe is whack y'all I don't care what anybody tells me yo. <laughs> man and, and it breaks my heart because i'm a dc guy and i think they have someone uh, even martian manhunter you you can't tell me this dude is a weak character. Martian Manhunter technically could beat Superman, but yet he's another sidekick. I mean, it's just no flow to them, right? And when you see Marvel movies, everybody has moments. Everybody has their own movies. You know what I'm saying? It seems like, I don't, like, like I said, DC just doesn't have everything. Like they, It seems like they're just gone with the flow. They're not picking up and really figuring out a plan. MCU has a timeline. Even before Avengers Endgame was filmed, they already knew the first, the, the next seven films they, they were going to do. And they all had the same directors, producers, um, Kevin Fain, the Russo brothers, uh, you know, Happy Hogan, um, John, what's his name? John Fogai? For, um, Happy Hogan. He's always in all the Spider-Man movies. Oh, Happy. Yeah, happy. Yeah, um, 
they're all always involved with these movies. But when it comes to DC, every movie has a different director. Wonder Woman has a different director than Man of Steel. Man of Steel has a different director than Batman. Batman has a different director than Justice League. Everybody has different directors. And you see how that style or those clashes of styles don't work. Yeah, Yeah, it's a lack of consistency. Lack of consistency, tone, theme, like it. The DC Cinematic Universe is like just an absolute like shit show. It's like a it's a it's a revolving door. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like people you don't know people are going or staying because it's a revolving door. You know, whereas MCU, it's like the same actors pretty much. They might add some new people. You know what I mean? Like Killmonger or somebody, but at the same time, you know who is there. You know, rather. you know, DC, it's like people are going, people are staying. Like you got Ben Affleck, now you got Robert Pattinson. You see what I'm saying? You got this person, you got that person. You know, now they're gonna have a black Superman. So then what's gonna happen to Henry Cavill? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just right. And and Christopher Nolan was saying that too. Um, he did an interview saying how he wanted to continue even after the Batman series ended, but DC was like, Oh, we want to go in a different direction. And you see that they keep bouncing around, bouncing around. Mm-hmm. Marvel. You already know every movie they make is going to make at least a billion dollars. Even Ant-Man, one of the most overrated characters. I'm sorry if you are an Ant-Man fan, but Ant-Man even himself has crossed $800 million. I mean, Batman versus Superman should have easily been a billion dollars. Easily. And yet, they I don't even think they made a profit off that movie. So it's like they... I think the issue with DC, and it really comes down to pacing. Their pacing is terrible. They are trying to outpace Marvel, and they're not doing a good job about it. You know, Marvel already has they duck in the rows. They've been to training camp. They already know what, what their game plan is. DC seems like they just hopped in training camp a day before the fight, and, you know, they're going to just try to wing it as the fight goes on. So it's like... They have to figure out what they need to do. And uh, so ultimately, this really comes down to who do you think is better, Marvel or DC? You know, now, I'm, you know what? It's, it's not the characters themselves. It's not, it's not DC. It's just the people, the producers, the people who are in charge of these films are the ones that are trash. Because it's like the actors and all of them, I feel like they can only really do with what they are given. It's not like they're the ones who are writing the movies themselves. When you watch an animated DC movie, it's really good. You know what I mean? I have a couple back here. It's really freaking good. So they have the potential. It's just that they they try to do too much. They have too many hands in the pot as far as, you know, where they're trying to go with this particular movie. And then what happens is you have too many opinions, too many hands in the pot, and then you watch the movie and you don't even know what the movie's actually trying to be. Right. That's what I got with Wonder Woman. I was like, it just it just didn't look on point. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know what what they're getting wrong with these movies. It's like there's just some shit just doesn't connect when I watch DC movies for the most part. Like when I watched the Justice League movie, Snyder Cut, there are parts that I liked. It was when Darkseid was fighting, you know, that whole entire army practically by himself. And then when when that uh, when that I don't even remember which Green Lantern it was, but basically he killed the Green Lantern. And then the ring comes off his finger, comes off the, the dead Green Lantern's finger and goes to Darkseid. And before he can actually take it, the ring, you know, flies away. I like layers. That's that's like layers to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to see because that's what Marvel does. 
you know, but I, it was just that one particular moment. And then the rest of the movie is just kind of like what you see is what you get, you know what I'm saying? And it's not even like you're going to see more of Zack Snyder's vision moving forward because, like you said in the beginning, they're trying to move away from that. Right. And that's the thing for me. I know Justice League because that is that's what I grew up on. And to this day, I still watch it. So when I watched the original, when Zack Snyder left and they had a new director come in, and even the actors come out and say his vision was terrible. They didn't like filming with him. They threatened their careers. And it was just a, a train wreck. When you watch the first Justice League movie, people don't know what the mother boxes is. Nobody knows how Cyborg came to be. Nobody knows how... I mean, unless you, you know, paid attention um, to the, you know, the move, the animated movies and stuff. Nobody knows how Cyborg came to be, how Flash got his powers. Nobody knew how Superman came to be resurrected. Zack Snyder took the time to explain all of that. And that's why I appreciate it because he added way more better scenes. Some scenes like the scene where Aquaman comes out the water and he's singing. It's like, what is that? But he did so much better. Like... The, the cinematography was way better. The costumes were better. The action scenes were way better. But again, I think the issue is DC doesn't know what they want yet. And I think that's why these movies aren't as good as Marvel. Because Marvel will tell you as soon as you sign this contract what you are required to do. I don't think DC has that. I think they just kind of go along with it. And I love DC. Hey, if they call me, and do you want to be a character in one of these movies? I wouldn't say no. But Marvel? Marvel? Come on. When you sign those contracts, you already know. You're getting paid, and you're going to be in one of those. You're going to be in a great movie. Because be they- a bunch of crossover films, too, so you're on contract. Exactly. And, every, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, everybody, like I said, Marvel does a great job with- having everybody interact. Like, even if the movie's Ant-Man, Captain America shows up at some point, you know, to advance the plot or to connect with the next movie that's coming out. Iron Man is in pretty much almost every freaking Marvel movie there is because mm -hmm. he is a focal point. Thor shows up in Guardians of the Galaxy in different movies because they all interact. And so when Avengers come, it makes, it's like, oh man, they're all about to team up. There's already built in connection. DC is like, no, there's no cyborg film. There's no Flash film. So all you know is uh, Man of Steel, Superman, uh, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And even then, Batman didn't even have his... Ben Affleck didn't have his own movie. So it's like you just do a bunch of people that people kind of know about and made a movie about them as a team, but they're not even acting as a team. They're acting like actors. And yeah. I don't blame them. I blame, again, the directors because... They're the ones that control the, the, the direction of these movies. But I say the really the producers, yeah, because it's like, mm -hmm. you know, um, the, 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 the director is a director, but he or she, usually he has to, you know, answer to, you know, the people who are financing the movie, you know what I'm saying? The executive producer, the producers and all that stuff, because they're the ones who, who you know what I'm saying, like really spear, spearhead, the, you know, the project, whatever that is. So the director is really the facilitator, but the producers are the ones who are kind of sort of calling all the shots. So it's like, I wouldn't even blame the director. You know, it's really the guys. You're right. Who You're right. Seem to get everything wrong. <laughs> I, I got to do this before. We, I, I, I got to, I, I didn't want to do this, but I had to, I have to. We've had the, this, the, this debate for so long. 
the Peter Parker Spider-Man debate. Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or Tom Holland. We have to do this one more time. Who do you think is better? You know what I'm saying I want to I want to meet somebody that could really try to convince me how Tom Holland is, you know, a a, a good Spider-Man because he's not, in my opinion, because like you said, it's Tobey Maguire is a healthy balance of both. What people connect with most is Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield is a great Spider-Man in the suit, you know, and physically he kind of gives off a, a bit more of that, you know, because he's more skinny. Right. He's like a lankier dude. So he kind of has that, you know, appearance. Tom Holland, he just has nothing going for himself other than the fact that he is part of a greater cinematic universe that does all the work for him. He does nothing. He doesn't do anything like I can't think about anything that he does that I like. And like, usually there are quotes that I could think of that, you know, that Spider-Man says or Peter Parker says that like resonate with me. If I'm if I'm watching a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, I'm watching it because of everything else that's going on, not him. And I'm gonna say this: the one thing that I am gonna say for my videos is Zendaya, who is damn near five foot eleven, five ten, probably six feet in heels. There's no way she should be sit, standing next to a five eight goddamn Tom Holland, bro. You see what I'm saying? Tom Holland's probably five eight in shoes, so he's really goddamn five six now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tom Holland right. is trash. He's just garbage. And then they shouldn't even perpetuate that shit. No perceived black women should be his motherfucking love interest. So I hope like they get separated in no way home and then they break up and then he just like starts dating a white girl, Gwen Stacy. So that just makes me hate him even more than I already do. That was another thing that like really gets me is because I know we, again, we talked about this before, but it seems like they don't even get it's like they choose biracial black women to be like the the love interest even in justice league uh the flash's love interest you know when you watch the flash with uh grant gustin iris west is a straight black woman right but in these movies they're all light-skinned they're all mixed race you can tell they got a white parent somewhere and it's like that's what when I was talking about diversity, that's what I meant. Like just straight. If you want to hire a black person, get a black person. You know what I'm saying? Opposed to someone that fits the status quo of, oh, she could be white or she could be black. It's up to what you decide. So, you know, but that goes without saying. Um, my final question to you is do you think DC will ever get on the same level as Marvel where every movie they make at least makes 800 million? No, because in order for that to happen, they would need a serious overhaul and they would need Kevin Feige or somebody like Kevin Feige to handle everything. Kevin Feige is the only reason why Marvel is the way that it is right now, because he's in charge. Kevin, yep. That's why I said Kevin Feige is not a director. He's a producer. See what I'm saying? Like he's the one that's calling the shots. So everything that happens in the MCU pretty much has to get the OK from Kevin Feige in order for it to happen, in order for us to see it on screen. DC Cinematic Universe, they have to just start from scratch. All right, so let's say they call me and I'm like a DC guy and they're like, all right, you know, we want you, we're going to hire you to pretty much take the DC universe and take it in a better direction. You know, I'm going to do scratch everything. I probably, I probably, I would look at what is okay. Like what is salvageable and what is not, I'm scrapping it and we're going to do a fucking reboot because 
that's the only reason why they even do rebuilds in the first place. Because if you get it wrong, like what I will keep, I will keep Aquaman. I will keep the original Superman and I will scrap everything else. So I would literally follow the MCU model. I would, I would literally, I would literally just, just literally duplicate their whole entire shit. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would just do everything from scratch. I'll recast everybody, all of that shit. That's what DC needs in order for it to get ahead is uh, a overhaul and an outline because Marvel, they move in phases. You see what I'm saying? They got phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. Everything is pre pre plotted out. Everything is planned out. They, they know exactly what they're doing. DC doesn't know where they're going. They don't know right. where they're going. And it's like, if you don't know, if you get in your car and you don't know where you're going, you're going to waste a lot of gas. <laughs> you're going to be taking mad detours, hitting mad potholes. You know what I'm saying? Getting, you know what I'm saying? And then you end up at a dead end. And what's going to happen? You have to turn back around. And then what happened? You look at your gas tank, you waste a lot of gas. Why? Because you didn't know where you were going. So I'm going to give DC a sense of direction. You know what I'm saying? The D in, 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 uh, in, in DC is going to stand for, for direction. <laughs> direction of cinematics. Everything is going to be on point. Like All they need is somebody like me. I might not be the, 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 the DC you know, expert, the superhero expert, none of that. But I'm going to at least tell them like, yo, all right, this is what's going to work and this is what's not going to work. What I would do, I will come out. You have to, like, no one was talking about Thor before the Thor happened. Nobody, nobody was talking about Thor. Nobody was talking about Captain America. Maybe people were talking about Hulk, but these were not among the popular superheroes. MCU made these superheroes popular. DC Universe has been out for how long? And then we only have one. And it looks like there's probably only going to be one for a very long time. You know why? Because they haven't even done the good job at establishing these characters. I didn't know who the fuck... Um, cyborg was before God, i knew cyborg from like teen titans and shit but i didn't know his character his, as far as his dc you know presence and persona i didn't know who the fuck he was you have to establish that i don't know how many thor movies there were before avengers but i know there was at least one you know what i'm saying you have to you have to get it right like you know what i'm saying it has to be structured it has to be an outline the nba the, when you're in the championships in the playoffs the, the coach doesn't just say all right guys do your best Right. He doesn't say that. The coach says, this is this is what we're going to do. Quarter by quarter, play by play. First five minutes, we're going to do this. Then that, then that, then that, then that. DC is just like, you know, they're going to just slap a movie together, staple a movie together, tape a movie together, glue it together, and then just say, hope for the best. Whereas Marvel, they're literally like, it's like, it's like DC is a Toyota. Marvel is a Ferrari. Because you see, Ferraris and shit, Ferraris, they actually like take their time with each vehicle because you can see it. Like I, you could probably Google how long it takes for them to make, to manufacture one Ferrari or a Rolls Royce or some shit. Rolls Royce, they don't make too many of those. You know what I'm saying? But they make, they, they, they can make a whole bunch of fucking, you know, Toyotas. They can make a Toyota in like a couple of hours. You know, a Rolls Royce is going to take some time. So that's what I would do. I would turn DC from Honda, Toyota, and I would turn that shit to Ferrari or fucking Rolls Royce. That's all I. That's all I hope for because as a Justice League guy, that was my biggest issue. Was yes, I was excited to see Justice League, but people aren't going to be emotionally invested to it if they don't know don't these know characters you. that well, you know. And I don't have a favorite Justice League member, and I don't like Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, that's a conversation for another day. I'm not even gonna. I like I like Ben Affleck, but as he was better as Daredevil was Batman. 
Um, Thank but- you. Way better as Daredevil than, than motherfucking Batman. Like, who told him he could do Batman? Why? Because he's Ben Affleck? Get the fuck out of here. He needed to take that shit all the way back to Goodwill Hunting where he fucking came from. <laughs> yo. <laughs> no, yo, yo, it's it's crazy how underrated Daredevil is, but he was yeah. definitely... He was definitely better in Daredevil than he was as, as Batman. But I think they got him because of star power. You know, you throw a, a major power. star in there. He's not. Ben Affleck is not a major star, bro. He's not. Because in my opinion, Ben Affleck has not crossed over into that 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 realm. I mean, some people will say that now because obviously he was he was, you know, Batman. And some people like that shit. Me personally, I didn't. You know, George Clooney was a better Batman than Ben Affleck, and everybody hates George Clooney as Batman. People say he was the worst Batman, in my opinion. He <laughs> Don't was even get me started. That, he was the one that I grew up with, you know what I'm saying? Other than Val Kilmer, like those two, when I was a little-ass kid, when I was watching Batman movies, it was those two. Batman Forever and, you know, Batman and Robin. Those, and mind you, when I make the comparison, they look like Bruce Wayne. They are fucking Batman. Ben Affleck looks like Daredevil. It looked like Daredevil... Matt Murdock pretending to be Bruce Wayne. No, nah, like get back blind and get your cane back and go back to the lawyer's office and all that shit. <laughs> you know, you know what it comes down to is the casting. Like Marvel's casting, we don't even need to speak on that because we all know how good they are. DC, their casting isn't besides Aquaman and Cyborg, maybe Wonder Woman. They uh, actually Henry Cavill. They don't really have really good people that embodies both characters. Like Chadwick Boseman embodied T'Challa and Black Panther. You know, uh, Tony Stark, um, that Robert Downey Jr. embodied Tony Stark and uh, and Iron Man. Same thing with Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. It don't seem like that in uh, in in DC. It seems like they cast people off of appearance alone, and it's like. You can't do that. Like Wonder Woman, you're right. Because we talked about Wonder Woman before, and you were saying that you don't really think that Gal Gadot is, a, and she's not. And I didn't notice that until I started watching Wonder Woman 1984. And I was just looking at her, and I was like, yo, she looks like she's acting. Like, that whole love-like connection between her. Like, the first Wonder Woman wasn't bad. Like, I seen the first one. I thought it was all right. This one, they just dropped the ball. You know what I'm saying? And she just, she's just an attractive woman with an accent. And I bet you she has that same accent in real life. So she's not even good either. Nah. So like they they all need to just go back to the drawing board. Keep keep Jason Momoa and Henry Cavill. Cyborg is okay. I don't even think he's I don't even think he's gonna get casted again because this whole yeah, because the his ongoing legal dispute with DC um with uh the director of Justice League. I don't even think they're gonna Bring him back, but well, they be drop, they be dropping the ball with that because that's what they need. That's what they need to do. They don't because they jump the gun. Like don't don't do the bare minimum and think okay, we're gonna go do Justice League. No, because I'm already I don't even like Cyborg, but I, I have a vision in my head for what a Cyborg movie is supposed to be, and that's dope. I'm talking about like you. Not only are you diversifying, like like we said, so you're 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 introducing a, a secondhand, a secondary character to a mainstream audience and making people see him in a firsthand light and doing a really good origin story. Cause I don't know what the fuck happened to him. That's exactly my point. Yeah, Like they could do, they could do a dope origin story. And then throughout that origin story, 
put little nuances of like the existence of other superheroes around, but it's still, you know, a good origin story. That's what they need to do. Flash, same thing. It don't have to be an origin story if people already established that, but I think Cyborg has to be an origin story. Flash, take all the black women out that movie or you have a love interest for, for him? Keep it a white girl. Stop putting black girls next to white guys to try to tell black women to start dating white guys. Because that's exactly, that's the only reason why they're doing that. It's an agenda. It's the only, that's the only reason why they are doing that is to, is to tell black women that your Prince Charming or your knight in shining armor, your hero is a fucking white guy. That's what, that's what they're doing. Because if they continue to do that, I will not ever support Flash, <laughs> period. And I'll hate the actor for the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> like that ass. But you know what it is? Because like a, this is why I always say Marvel does a better job is because they make you care. Like nobody knew about the Guardians of Galaxy, really. Ain't man. But they make you care about them. They DC, they, they just throw everybody all over the place. Like Martian Manhunter showed up in Justice League for like maybe 45 seconds. I'm like, what? Like Martian Manhunter deserves a standalone movie. Like this dude is, again, like, I think the issue with DC is that they focus on Superman too much. Every movie, oh, Superman, Superman, Superman. Superman ain't the end all be all. You have The Flash, you have Martian Manhunter, Wonder Woman. Like these are powerful characters that can rival Superman. But yet it seems like Superman is the is the end all be all, the savior of the masses. Why? It has to end with Superman. And it's like a good analogy for you. Imagine you had a 16 wheel truck. You only put you only put air in the two front tires, and you then then you let the other tires in the rest of the truck that that's holding the load. You leave them flat. Where's the truck gonna go? Not very far. You might have sufficient air in the two major tires. You know, say maybe the first four, but then what about the rest? You're not gonna get very far at all. You're probably barely gonna get down the street. You right. know what I mean, or you're gonna risk fucking up the truck. That is what DC is doing. They they only put air where they feel is most important, and then they neglect the rest. Exactly. I didn't even know who the hell. If you asked me when I was a little when I was a little kid, if I knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were, I would have told you no. I would have been like, who is that? You know what I'm saying? And then even when I saw them initially, I was like, ah, you know what I'm saying? And then when I, because I I liked Volume Two. Volume Two was what made me like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I used to work at Regal Regal Cinemas. And when uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was out, I used to have to do theater checks in the theater while Guardians of the Galaxy was out. So every time I would go, I would see bits and pieces of Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm talking about every time I walked in the theater, it made me want to see the rest of the movie because they paid attention to secondary people that end up being primary people that end up bringing more. Because not everybody's going to like Iron Man. Not everybody's going to like Captain America. Not everybody's going to like Black Panther. But there are some people who are going to love the shit out of Guardians of the Galaxy. And that is exactly, there's people who actually like Ant-Man. Ant-Man didn't make all that money just because people didn't like the movie, but because they liked the MCU. No, because there's people who like Ant-Man. I might not like him. You might not like him. There's a lot of people that do. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's what DC has to do. Give people their shine. Dedicate some time to Cyborg. Dedicate some time to, you know what I'm saying, Green Lantern. Get a black Green Lantern in there. That's what they need to do. Yeah, I remember Tyrese a long time ago was was lobbying to be the guy, the 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 no, no, somebody else. I mean now, I mean now he's like some kind of cop in the Morbius movie that 
because I, I think Morbius is 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 a Sony because Morbius is not part of the MCU. Morbius is is Sony. Yeah, so this is like why, a separate entity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why that's why it's taking so long. But they need somebody. They need to make people feel like they're seeing the same shit that they're seeing in the cartoons because that's how I feel in MCU. It just happens to be live action. I feel like I'm watching. You know, I get that same feel. Except for Spider Man, I get that same feel. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm actually watching superheroes. They need to get that same feel in DC. And that's what I'm saying about that. Uh, absolutely, man. That that's the bottom line. And I hope. I mean, this is this is a good conversation because it's something like it's not the most trending, but I think for a lot of people who love superhero movies, this is a great conversation because I'm sure everybody have these conversations after they watch every Avengers, after Justice League, after Aquaman. It's like you have to compare and. I hope as a DC guy, as a Justice League fan, that DC stops trying to compete with Marvel and just focus on their own stuff. Because you can't you can't win if you're focusing on your opponent. You know what I'm saying? You you have to be able to implement your own game plan without, oh, what is Marvel gonna do? Oh, we can't let them top us and we gotta do this. And they, they just constantly, like, DC is just trying to push out movies at an alarming rate, whereas Marvel, again, you ask Marvel what their five-year plan is, they can tell you without a blink of an eye. DC, they, oh, yeah, we got these two movies coming up, but they can't tell you what's the end goal. What I mean, what what's going to happen with Justice League 2? What is that going to be about? What happens with, with Superman and, and The Flash and Cyborg? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just no every Marvel movie and the MCU leaves you feeling like what's next? What's coming up? With these move with DC movies, you don't know what's next. You can't even ask what's next because you don't even know. You have no idea what's going to happen next. You know what I'm saying? Like Justice League ended with Darkseid leaving. But what happens with the team? What happens with Aquaman? What happens with Cyborg? Because nobody had, they didn't build these characters up enough for people to care about what happens. People just watch the movies for entertainment. Whereas Marvel, you watch every movie consecutively. Like, I have to, if I'm gonna watch Iron Man, I have to watch Iron Man 2. I'm gonna have to watch Thor. I'm gonna have to watch Avengers to understand the timeline. They all move along nicely. DC is just chopped, it's like a chopped salad. You throw on lettuce and, everything all up all over the place and it's not even a meal yet so mm -hmm. you know you know what any final thoughts um nah not really subscribe to my only fans feet pictures no i'm kidding um nasty you can go to my youtube channel mr dj dash mdj we got the mg mdj podcast on there and i got lots of content that y'all can check out so y'all make y'all wait over there absolutely absolutely thank you for coming back on dimitri we always having great conversations it's nice to just take the take the controversy down just a little bit with this episode and i hope people enjoyed this episode and like i always say a helping hand is a better hand